Okay, hello everybody, and welcome to the uh, the monthly rose cut call uh, in the, the middle of April. Um, I think encouraging times, certainly if you're in the the UK, pubs opening, uh, vaccinations progressing. Not, uh, I have to say, the same uh, speed across the rest of uh, Europe and countries like Switzerland, for example. Only about fifteen percent of people are are vaccinated. Uh, but but still, I think the, the sense of optimism uh, is out there, and that's colouring financial markets. Most equity indices uh, are at or close to all-time highs. The S&P index in the States uh, recently breaking through and holding the 4,000-level Bitcoin pushing higher. And really, the markets that have been suffering are uh, bond markets as expectations of growth and particular inflation begin to, to pick up. It's been odd at the same time. Uh, volumes have been very, very low recently as we head into the earnings season in the States. Uh, we have or we've had a couple of very big IPOs. Deliveroo uh, in London. We have Coinbase uh, in the States and Robinhood coming up then uh, in a few uh, weeks' time. Uh, so I, I think, Daniel, in terms of the things to, to chat about, really, one is this ongoing question as to whether there, there is inflation out there, whether that's going to continue to upset uh, bond markets, whether markets, equity markets are uh, maybe too high, and then what the rest of market action is telling us in terms of some of the, these IPOs. Yeah, so let's chat about the inflation a bit uh, first. So I, I think what we're seeing right now is a lot of cyclical inflation, so that's short-term in nature. And a lot of the numbers that we see are going to be skewed by what happened last year. So if you think about the year-on-year -year change in the price of, say, oil, going from a negative number to any sort of positive number is going to be a big percentage change. And that impacts on people's inflation expectations. And so that's really, how can you put it, fueled this sort of inflation trade that we saw at the start of the year. Now it's starting to cool off a little bit as I think people start to remember the longer term structural drivers of inflation, um, which aren't really flashing any warning signs right now. But it, it was, you know, the reflation trade's been enough to see government bonds uh, fall in value over the start of this year, uh, whilst corporate bonds such as, high, such as high yield, and we posted about this on Twitter recently actually, the high yield spreads are as tight as they've been at the lows of most business cycles. And, and I suppose the Fed's latest announcement, Mike, if I hand back to you, this sort of supports uh, risk assets such as high yield. It does, oddly enough, because uh, it, it keeps you know, the expansion of the Fed balance sheet um, and the rhetoric from the Federal Reserve uh, governors uh, just keeps that bid there for, for risky assets. So even though yields and government bonds have risen, um, high yield and general risky credit spreads uh, are the lowest they've been in at least uh, a decade. And the same is true for, for equities. Equities and credit are, are moving in tandem. Uh, there's plenty of debt out there, plenty of accidents waiting to happen. But I think that the view in markets is that this is something uh, that, that we, we just don't worry about for, uh, for the moment. And I think that that creates, I suppose, a dilemma for asset allocators in the sense that uh, many of these asset prices are very, very high, You, but many people feel they have to either chase them or hold them for, for the yield or, or just for the, the marginal returns uh, over cash. Um, so I guess in terms of what we're doing is looking across other parts of the market for uh, for, for value. We did that um, at the end of last year in, in, in energy uh, and in financials. 
Uh, a couple, I think, of interesting things bubbling under the markets in terms of IPOs. One um, in, in the UK, which was Deliveroo, which uh, was a very poor IPO in terms of the initial price performance. And I think that, to me, is interesting because it highlights the, uh, the, the, the practical uh, implications of, of ESG and impact investing because m- most fund managers didn't want to partake in that IPO because of the uh, issues over, over deliveries workers. I think in general that that's welcome and it shows that you know while we can be cynical at times about ESG, um, it, it is beginning to percolate into the actual decision making of fund managers. Um, so I think that's a good thing. Now, one, I think, other IPO, which I'm sure will be grabbing your attention, and you, you are, um, amongst many other things, our, our kind of crypto expert, uh, is Coinbase, which is uh, um, going to, to uh, issue shares or have a listing in the States uh, later on this week. What, what's your view on how that complex is, is developing? Yeah, so they released their numbers for really the first time to the public last week. And, and they were quite impressive, to be uh, completely honest. You know, the amount of revenue that they're generating and profit off the back of it, uh, it's, it's not, you know, a loss-making startup where you've got to wait 10 years for them to see a profit. They, they're doing it now. With that said, the valuation that's been talked about, and last time I saw it was about $100 billion, it, that's pricing in an awful lot of good news. And... Um, Whilst right now they're making a lot of profit because they charge quite a considerable spread, uh, spread to retail investors buying crypto, they're going to be disrupted themselves by other crypto brokers who charge a, a smaller spread. So it's it's whether they can really adapt their business model in the future. Uh, they've got plenty of users, so there's a lot of potential there. But yeah, my, my gut feeling is that it looks a bit pricey to me. I, I think we're better options out yeah um even even as bitcoin is just breaking above that that sixty thousand level so i think that that's probably one of the things to 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 watch um maybe I, i'll end just with something that you know we we always like to have a balanced risk uh, approach volatility is very low put options looking cheap um so maybe that's the next place for for traders to to look is some cheap uh, protection with as you said credit and equity markets really high yeah good okay thank you everybody uh we'll uh, we'll join up again um in in may for the the next monthly uh rose cut call thank you thanks, thanks mike